in the evangelical churches there is a whole um there was a story that i read of in 2018 of a woman who um was abused by a college student um and the family of the of the woman didn't you know did believe her and and ali they what what happened was basically she tried to 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 tell her her mother and and her mother then told some of the church members but then even one of the church members were like um told her oh i'm even gonna withdraw from you didn't want them to the children to even play together anymore because she didn't want her to blame them for for like a, a possible abuse so what happened was um the college student really abused her but because it was never spoken about mm -hmm. it was all shoved down the rug yeah um it is something that has been happening more and more and it is a, a, yeah. a, it is honestly it is a serious thing yeah because i have like, not personally but i have experienced it you know in in churches that that there is a abuse happening um not just of 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 you know um, college students but of grown grown adults that they are being abused in the church you know how do we approach this because yeah. truly honestly it is yeah it is it is bad and 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 i'm very i'm very happy to say like in in our church we are very rigorous in 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 security and 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 what we 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 do concerning you know our children that are in the in the, in the children's ministry and, and and who are in the children's class and and the people who are in the children's ministry so but how do you combat that what what can be done because there's not enough because i used to teach children's class i and i know what i'm speaking of so it, it's like um how do you go about how how do you teach that to your children or to the to other children how do you um tell them not to um uh, you know go with strangers or because what parents actually expect is drop their children i'm out like just listen to the preaching and let's go but mm -hmm. what can we actually do because this is really honestly, this is really bad mm. what can we do absolutely um repent we need to repent of this um big time and and not not minimize it by any means and um even if even if um this may not be happening by the grace of god in our churches we need to repent on behalf of because there's there's, there's few things that must hurt that must hurt the, the heart of god as much as that yeah you know when, when people who proclaim to you know follow christ and I'm saying also, um, I, I, would, I would say also that uh, exposing is very, is very, is only a first step. So like what we see with the Catholic Church now, all these things being exposed. Mm. Praise God, that's good, that's necessary, but it's only a first step. And so one, one needs to change, like, like you mentioned, is, you know, rigorous protocol, rigorous protocol. And, and you don't, you know, you don't make exceptions. How does that look like when you say yeah. rigorous protocol? Because mm -hmm. when I was, you know, in in doing children's ministry, because I did it for a few years, and yeah. and 
we didn't as i recall we didn't really have a rigorous now there is but in my time that I, and i'm not even that old so so i'm like yeah. what what are the protocols there now because yeah. before there wasn't yeah that i knew of yeah well um one of the leaders attached to your church um or, or in your church uh, ilke she um she said that well the bare minimum is to have a certificate of of good behavior mm. that is that is yeah police but that's i mean that's that's only a only a bare minimum i mean you should you should really put your most graced and most trustworthy people on the, on the kids church which is which is no brainer really yeah. like why would they even have to talk about that but um it's it's it is often treated as a babysit like while we do the big while we do the real thing yeah <laughs> so and 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 that's um you know that that needs to change and and i think we need to um we need to think about what rigorous protocol looks like you asked me what that looks like well there's i mean there is you know who you know only a few select people should be allowed to do certain certain things with children and i think that's that's really um it's really an exercise of um um, of of deep deep um, deep analytical process of 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 looking at the full chain of what you're actually offering. Mm. So, for example, where are the gaps? You know, where where could a predator get in? A, pre a predator, Pre predator, predator. Yeah. What you know? Where can get it, in? Yeah. Is there a five minute gap Rando, between yeah. or afterwards, or is the you know you just have to look at it like a like a like 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 a, like a chain of value really, and look at the whole thing and and think you know are there you know are there open doors are there holes are there things um and um yeah but but i think a lot most of it depends on leadership james talks about real religion expressing itself mm. as taking care of orphans and the widows so when we get to a place of healing we are actually empowered to impact nations and to disciple nations which is the great commission and so we don't see the world as it is. We don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. As we are. And so those questions, they're often an invitation to, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm going through stuff. It's, 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 it's unbearable. Please don't begin about your God because he doesn't seem to be here in this, in this moment. Yeah. And so, um, they're, they're great invitations for good conversations and to discuss the, the undiscussed like like we're doing so it's it's very um yeah it's an invitation to love somebody when you know when there's uh when there's that question it's it's usually it's usually a wall of yeah. i'm in pain yeah. and and can you give me like an example of of a, a practical ex a practical example that happened to you like that someone said oh no, no, no. you know don't bring me down and to which you ministered and and you could first see that person was in pain because mm -hmm. behind you know the harshness the rudeness of people is yeah. many times disguised yeah it's just a symptom of of the root of you know rejection the root of um, um abuse you know yeah um so what how were you able to combat that when you know when you had those cases or those persons with you yeah, one example that comes to mind is when we, when Yara and myself were, um, were in Israel for some mission work, and um, we were at the Sea of Galilee, and um, we, um, we, 
were part of this cultural exchange events, which was the idea of that was to to have meaningful meaningful conversations with uh, with Jews mm, about wow. Christ. Wow. And um, we uh, we had this cultural exchange through music. So there was songs that they oh, played beautiful. and songs that we did. And um, what you're talking about is very uh, was you know was very recognizable. There was like okay, it was not not an environment to talk about um, Jesus in the sense of you know the way we are, evangelicals are used to do because as you know in Israel there's even laws against that if I don't miss miss if I don't remember wrongly now if, if I don't misquote their legislation I think that something there is legislation even against like oh. preaching and missionaries is like you know not here wow. so um so how do you deal with that when there is that um mm -hmm. that veil and um first of all is obviously Jesus but recognizing that was was very helpful because um there was one particular Jewish um wealthy businessman in this um in this cultural exchange. I think it was even his house that we were using. So I got to speak to him, got to talk about what what his what he's up to and what his um how he relocated to Israel as many Jews do and um his business, his his field of work, all of that. And um as he was talking, I received the word of knowledge, mm. and um, this this would be a man that would standard, you know. Um, I think he even asked me like, "What's your line of work?" And I, I kind of kind of said, "Yeah, well, well we're missionaries." But then he made this, "Okay, you better don't say that around here." That was his answer. You better don't mention that around here. Um, I couldn't I couldn't really camouflage it well enough, so I ended up saying missionary. Um, anyway, the Lord interested me with a word of knowledge and um as we were finishing this cultural exchange um i um i asked him about his son or i prayed for, no i actually we, we closed the cultural exchange with a prayer and i saw a need that this man had specifically a need with his son um who's, who's not in israel and um i began to pray for him as we ended the cultural exchange i began to pray for his son i said lord i pray for his son i pray that you look after him because I felt there was a big, big thing there and that the father was really in anxiety about the situation. After the prayer, he came to me and said, who told you this? How do you know this? What's going on? And then you have an open door and then you say, well, the God of your Bible, he speaks today. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, and then you open, then you take away the right, you know, what you're just talking about. Yeah, exactly. All the, the rational arguments against, like Paul says, I didn't come to you in eloquence but with the demonstration of god's spirit and that just you know knocks all the, knocks out all the rational arguments against yeah. the living god um and so as we walk in the spirit you don't use that to well sometimes you can defy you need to defy um but for me it's it's a good challenge in yeah. some way i i feel somehow uh, provoked in my thinking yeah. because some of the some of the you know, when when specifically pe people would defy from a rational position, believers, I think it's a great. I mean, Jesus says, "I prefer your cold." Then, um, um, English lukewarm. <laughs> then lukewarm. I prefer that, and I do as well. Mm. <laughs> I prefer that they're really against because they can be strong, strong evangelists. Mm, so yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I think indifference is the big is the big sin. It's the big it's a big problem. Yeah. Just can't be bothered. Yeah. You know, just being indifferent. You 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 spoke about 
because when you said it, I was like, wow. Um, when you said God entrusted you with word of knowledge, and with that you were able to to do what you were able to pray for for, for his son, for that man's son, where he came and was like, how did you know? You were able to um, go, the, go to his heart. Go to his heart. Absolutely. And, um, how can if if a believer wants to be entrusted because that specific word of being entrusted with something and or just being given something there is there is a there is a, a an, an an admonishment of i trust you with something you will cherish it much more than when you just give it frivolous, frivolously so yeah. um with the entrustment how can we as believers be entrusted by god with the gifts of the spirit how can we be entrusted with that and and deal with that with with the utmost respect and with the utmost honor for his glory how can we do that mm -hmm. i think the bible clearly encourages us to ask and so most gifts um that the lord entrusted me with i um i did ask i did ask when i didn't speak in tongues yet lord in my diary Lord, it's so many times. Lord, I would like to speak in tongues. I would like mm -hmm. to receive the gift, the gift of tongues. And many of these gifts, we are encouraged to uh, to pursue according to the Bible. And I think um, when these things, when the signs and wonders don't follow you, mm -hmm. you know, you ask for them. So you ask for it in humility. Um, the Lord knows what you can handle. Gifts, when when they are received initially, they they can be a bit of a distraction, mm -hmm. just like a kid who receives a new toy. Uh, so it's, it's still about the giver it's not about the toy but you know it's you know, this this process is of you know it's just it's just gifts you know it doesn't make you anything it's a gift you, right. you know you're not more special than anybody else because you got that gift somebody gave it to you obviously it's about fruits and that's that's character that's that's really important but gifts gives they are you know without the power we're actually not walking in the demonstration of God's spirit and we have no voice. So and they are important and they are expressions. They're toolkits for God's love, to express mm -hmm. God's love. They're expressions of God's love towards humanity. So so if we use them well, they're, they're basically tools in our box to say, okay, Lord, how are you loving this person today? Okay, you receive the gift of faith for a healing or you, you receive a word of knowledge or you receive that. Well, in, in the end of the day, it's all about connecting someone with the love of God. Mm. So, as long as the person feels loved through through the usage of that gift, um, I think I think that's why God gives them. Like, why does God give these gifts? Obviously, not just to make to make us uh, circus artists mm. or to you know to to draw attention to us being the fireworks of, mm. of, of something. So, um, yeah, they are they are super important, and I think asking can you shall receive yeah when was the first time that you were entrusted again with that word i love that um mm -hmm. being entrusted when when was the first time that as james said you know um you have not because you asked not you yeah. when you asked you didn't have it you asked and you received it and so when do you remember the first time that you 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 had the word of knowledge and how did you feel after that what 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 did you, what mm -hmm. did it give you uh, yeah. mentally, psychologically, physically? How did you feel about that? 
Yeah. Um, specifically about uh, words of knowledge, um, the, the Lord uh, in this, you know, in this specific area, I got them quite, quite early, quite early in my faith. And um, I've always, um, I've, when I read about the power of word of knowledge, like for example, you're on the train and you receive something for somebody, and it just, <laughs> it removes all the need for discussion and goes straight to the heart. Mm. Um, I was always very like, wow, God does that. That's amazing. God gives dates. God gives names. God gives things that that only only God could tell you about a certain situation or or person. Um, so so I was always like intrigued with this particular one. And when um when I received the question was when I received it. Yeah. When when yeah. when did you receive it? And mm. once you received it, how did it make you feel physically, yeah. mentally? Physically, mentally, yeah. yeah. Um, I was got I, I was very stressed in the beginning when I when right. I gave these words. Very stressed because I didn't want to be wrong, and I didn't want to assume I was hearing God, and I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to be, yeah. Part of it is fear of man as well. Yeah. You don't want to look like a fool. All of that. So, so that was the initial journey that you all have to go through and you still you know that doesn't stop it mm -hmm. but you get to a point of not caring anymore <laughs> so how do you do that uh, not caring anymore how because like you, you you said it but like a lot of people actually do care well let me just be clear i still i still do care and i don't want to look like a fool nobody wants that mm. however you care more about god's reputation than yours mm. so i prefer to be wrong than to miss god so this is something uh, you know you have to define success as your obedience to God, not as results that look great. So as you, if you can define success as your obedience to God, if you don't look great, if it's not confirmed, I you know you, you get your reward because you're obedient. If you define success as a result, you're not going to persevere in most you know in most areas of ministry because there's often not going to be results. So it's going to be you know ups and downs are a part of anything so as we um as we talk about this particular one in the beginning it was very stressful but then I, yeah i'm gonna you know one of my first that i got to give was in a restaurant i was i was reading reading a book and i received a I received a word for one of the waiters and um specifically for her little girl that that god was gonna look after her after the little girl, I felt there was a situation there with a young girl, and I went up to the person, and I think it was, it was twenty five or something. I don't know. Um, and um, I went up to her and I said, "Look, I believe I received a message from God for you. Do you have a little girl? Yes. Well, I believe God is saying that He's going to look after her. That you don't need to worry." And 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 it was so moving for her that um, I heard afterwards that she told all the staff of the restaurant. A man came. And knew and God gave him a message for my girl, and I went back there to that restaurant to ask, you know. So, you know, it's it, it's it's a living letter when you when you submit mm -hmm. to the the flow of the spirits, you become a living letter of, of God's love to people. And in time, you know, sometimes it can be it can be used as well to to you know to put things right and to um to reveal his um his justice where need you know if if he. If he moves that way, but in my case, it's usually been to call out destiny, to call out his provision, to remind people that God knows. Because if, for that woman, she she didn't, you know, I was just a young guy, and, and so it's it's a very powerful tool to, to help people to connect him with the love of God. Because when I 
when I receive um, prophetic words or things from, from, from strangers that don't know anything about me, it's super powerful. Mm. It's super powerful. And so, yeah, thank God. And yeah, the physiology, like so some of you nervous, all of that is normal. Before this podcast, there was some there was some nerves. It's it's normal. You have to go through that. You have to feel the fear and do it anyway. Amen. You have to you have to get over the cold feet stage. So so true, so true. <laughs> and and um, what do you think about you know um, a believer finding basically finding meaning and purpose in their life without solely relying on religious teachings? What do you think about that? You know about people who. Who don't want to um who yeah like how how they deal with things or how they want to you know um find purpose is through um buddhism you know or or um the islam or mm -hmm. all the other religions you know where they where they feel centered where they feel good where they feel like oh i'm i am getting my mm -hmm. i am getting my purpose from or meaning of life as well not from god yeah. what we perceive as god but yeah. what they perceive as god what do you say like can a believer actually find meaning without you no know, because otherwise he's not a believer but what do you then say about an, uh, a non-believer finding purpose and, and meaning without relying on God? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Specifically, you mean in the area of other religions, yeah. right? Well, Jesus is in every religion. So how so? Well, he's he's one of the gods in Hinduism. He's he's um, he's all of he's in the Quran. He's in the, he's in the Jewish culture, obviously, and. Um, I'm not sure about Buddhism that you mentioned. Um, I, w I would say that um, pe people who are seeking um, and, and honestly seeking, mm. they will be interested with at least, like I was saying earlier, we all live on the crossroads of revelation and mystery. Okay. So you are responsible for what you've been revealed with too, you know, sorry, I rephrase that. You are responsible for what you have received as revelation. And so um, I think it's been said by, um, by other people like Mother Teresa or, or you know, whatever you're going to do, make sure you, you're going to be good at it. So if you're going to be a Muslim, you better, you know, and I have this conversation with Muslims where I, with Muslims where, where I talk about Christ and, and, and as, as the son of God, and they would see him as a prophet. But I would, I would encourage them always very strongly to seek more of God, mm -hmm. to seek more of it. Because I, I truly believe that as they seek more, Jesus is going to reveal himself. And this happens so many times and there's so many documented um, occasions of that as well. So I'm not sure if that answers your question, but I do, I do, um, I do believe that when, um, I do believe there's partial revelation of God in most religions in the sense of, that it's that it can be an invitation to truly seek more and more and more and eventually find jesus mm. so um but i'm not gonna yeah yeah i'm not gonna say that this is the truth it's just it's just what i've come to so yeah mm. um as we end the the podcast um i wanna um 
say once again thank you um your words have been truly enlightening um your words have been revealing to me in many in, in many ways of the entrusting that um to be entrusted with some something it for me it is it is precious it is to to use um to really speak life to to speak the love of god into people's hearts and into people's minds um this is something that you have you are uh first uh, um, finding the words in english hallelujah um the 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 living example of that because as you have been speaking and you know you were speaking live into me um and into our viewers i also want to speak live into you um because as you you were you were speaking and 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 giving um insights of of your journey of your journey with god and, and of your journey yeah regarding and with your family with you know with your life i was just thinking how how god has used you in many ways to impact people to show people that are other ways of um just just to give you an example before like you know uh you were you, you were you were speaking about um giving you know um lending and all these things about um all this you know um materials that we have and it just comes from the the good of your heart and and i was even telling Lidovan, it is not normal um for where i'm standing of people who can just freely you know and and purely give and 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 not be thinkers like what you after you know because most of them people are like very skeptic i am a very skeptic skeptical person as as you know just wired that way so for for you to come into um for there's this this quote that that joseph Salmon says divine connectors you know um for 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 that to happen wow and it, it seems unbelievable to to have that kind of um person to be um that that um freely giving freely loving but without anything behind it and so like i want to publicly say it you know i say that all, but i'm going to say it publicly you know but truly you are an amazing man like for real you are an amazing man of god you are an amazing person who who has prevailed who who has sacrificed you know who has stood the times and and you you stood firm when when people were against you you still stand firm and this is your grace this is your mantle and this is something i that i honor and this is something that i'm like wow um i respect deeply for real because as you as you stand like I'm just looking and be like, oh my God, how this man is standing through all that. Okay, chapeau. Like, yeah. So, so um, I just w w want to speak life into you as you have spoken many times, life into me. 
because again you know um the people you i believe that the people you will cross and have crossed you have truly impacted because of your heart because you were willing to um, um you know give of yourselves the five percentage and then there the 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 rest to, to to people but even the five it is beautiful to see even the five it is precious and 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 i just honor that and i thank you bro it's been such an honor and um i'm, I'm i know this is just the first recording of many for you mm. um and um i can't wait to see where this will go the people that are going to be built up through the people um that you'll invite here and um i know there's going to be you know this is just a launching pad for for much more it's going to be you know it's going to go bigger and better um and yeah just just keep at it i'm very very receive your words of of uh, uh of encouragement and yeah praise the lord i'm very very grateful to be here and uh we're gonna we're gonna see God, so we can see good things together in Belgium and the nations of the world Amen. for Jesus. Amen. So thank you all, and you'll um, see you next time to the shed where we once again where we discuss the undiscussed, where we encourage thoughtful dialogue, where we have a place to, you know, where we create an an atmosphere, an intimacy of trust. You are all welcome next time. God bless you. Peace.